Hi, it's Bruce Bielanoil here, and you're listening to a podcast where nostalgia comes alive. Yes, it's Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. <laughs> Roll it! Welcome to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, the podcast where nostalgia comes alive. Since July of 2021, Jake and his friends have interviewed professionals in the worlds of acting, directing, writing, puppeteering, and many more. Who will they be chatting with in this week's interview? Find out in this Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show episode. Hey everyone, welcome to this special episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. Second anniversary episode. I'm your host, Jake Duffenbaugh, Mooty. It's always our co-host, Chris Bixby, and Matt Bingo with his pal, Marty Monster. How you guys doing? Doing hello, good. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, welcome. Yeah, second anniversary. Woohoo! Wow. What is the second anniversary? First anniversary is paper. The second anniversary is what? Uh, plutonium. Uh, I don't know. Right, plutonium. yeah. <laughs> I guess. Okay, plutonium paperweights, too. I uh, guess. <laughs> I a guess, plutonium I puppet would be very heavy, wouldn't it? Yes, it, it would yeah. be. Wow, two years. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just thinking. Sure, sure. That's, that's Ooh. fine. How you, how you doing, Jakey? I'm doing great as always. Thank you for asking. And who do Fantastic. we have for today? Yes. Who, who do we have for this special anniversary episode? Yes, yes. So today's guest we have for today. He's also a previous guest who is the very first guest back in twenty twenty one. Yes. 2021 when this yes. all started like yeah long, long before me yeah. black and white <laughs> well in terms of quality of the show yeah yeah and tom hanks which is good everybody <laughs> wants to talk to tom hanks and, i want to talk to tom hanks cool. i want to talk to tom hanks yeah, right awesome. but a nice guy oh yes <laughs> mr rogers for for god's sakes i'm a mr I rogers exactly right? exactly and, and the our first episode was, was was from StreamYard. Now, of course, since episode two, we've been doing it on through Zoom. And thank and, God for that. I know. <laughs> and wow, it was amazing <laughs> special occasion for this. And I'm glad to, for him I'm back on. If you guys don't know who who he is, who who for those who haven't seen the first uh, first interview with him, he's a puppeteer who works for the Jim Henson Company and the Walt Disney Company. He's a part of a lot of puppetry projects, including the. Going for the Muppets, Dinosaurs, the Warbless World, Dr. Seuss, the Muppets, Mayhem, and a bunch of others. Please welcome back the first guest, the previous guest, a great friend of ours, Mr. Bruce Noyle. How are you here? Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! here? How are you? Yes. How are you guys doing? Wow. Great. 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 great, great, great. I didn't yeah. see this you. coming. <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My God. Yeah, Bruce, yeah. Bruce is Bruce is only the third guest we've ever brought back in the history of the show. Oh wow! So everybody else yeah. gone out of your memory. Well, well, <laughs> well, well, well. Minus two who have come back: Kyle Nelson and Calvin Lester. They've been on our show multiple times, and now you're a part of that elite club. Yeah! Wow! Yes. Hey. Yeah. I'm honored. I'm honored. Yes! 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 So <laughs> yeah. yes. where are you guys in the world? Are you, are you? What cities are you in? So we can just so, tell so the audience. Me- so me and Matt actually live in Maryland. We're actually like an hour and a half away from each other. And Chris lives in Massachusetts. Yep. Oh, nice. You yep. guys like it there? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good out it's here. Fun. It's very hot outside right now. Yeah. You see, the, the weathers have shifted. We are getting beautiful weather in Southern yeah. California here. Um, overcast, beautiful. And you guys are getting like 
the fires. Have you gotten smokiness? In yeah. Your... Yes. How about that? Yeah. Canada. Can you believe that? Isn't From that amazing? Canada. I know. Yep. Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not their fault. It's, I, I not, know their, it's, it's not their fault. It, I it's all our fault because, like, yeah, yeah, global warming is real. Global and, uh, warming, yeah. yeah. I do love Canada. You know, <laughs> filming in Canada for a number of things was a joy. It's always wonderful to go there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, since, you know, be back on, and you know, how does it feel to be back on? <laughs> feels great feels great to talk to you guys you know yes, you've been doing, do. this for, doing this for so long and it must be a real inspiration for other people do you ever get like um you know notes and uh messages saying uh i, I you know i really admire what you're doing how do oh, i yeah. Oh, yes yeah you sure do. yeah that's Guess, great so you're, you're becoming yeah. mentors to other people because you've been doing this for so long Previous guests, previous guests have even said that uh, that kind of thing. Like uh, Allison Bartlett said that when we recorded that with her. And Jennifer Barnhart. Uh, Jennifer yeah. Barnhart, oh, who's an absolute yeah. sweetheart. Yeah. Yes. 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 All these years, That's... I never got to work with her. We we kind of weaved, but we I never. There's still puppeteers mm -hmm. that don't know each other in different regions of the world. You know, because we get busy, get to work, and sometimes you don't always travel different places. Right. But, yeah. Uh, it's it's still a, a a tight community, you know. It's really kind of cool. Definitely, yeah. And you yes. guys created this this community for people uh, that that think that they can't. And anytime mm -hmm. you can empower somebody to say yes, I can, well, that's what it's all about. So you should be proud of yourselves. I mean, this is not a small Thank thing. You. We definitely are. Yeah, Thank you. we definitely are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So to kick things off, to to those who haven't seen the first um, episode. For those who haven't, you know, could you introduce yourself a little bit and what you do? Oh, oh, they don't know me? Oh, I thought, thought they knew me already. <laughs> what do I do? Well, I, I did most introduction, introduction, I, I, but. <laughs> I, you know, first I was just a fan of everything, you know, and then I, I decided to become a performer or, or I wondered how they did things. I, I think you guys did the same thing. You know, uh, I was five years old. My mom took me to the Fox Theater, giant building. I was scared. And it was in the dark. And the movie was uh, the original Mary Poppins. And I couldn't believe that that they were singing and dancing. I couldn't believe they were singing and dancing with cartoons. I couldn't believe that that there was this imaginary world that could be created. And how did they do that? How did they do that? Already I was thinking, how did they do that? And can I dance with cartoon characters? You know, and you start dreaming, right? You see things and you go, wow you want to get to know it better you want to understand the world of 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 creation and you know everything that i watched the bugs bunny cartoons and i read mad magazine with funny you know just things that it showed me the world in a different way and opened my mind up to you know um being being entertained when my family would watch uh, specials say like um the Dr. Seuss specials, you know, like, um, uh, oh, yeah. Me, yeah, Mr. Grinch. I mean, we, we, we watched the Grinch together. We watched, uh, uh, Peanuts cartoons, oh, you yeah. know, yes. uh, and, and, and we would sit there and everybody was entertained together. And, and when my family, you know, we have families and, and families sometimes get along and there's different things that are going on in families. But when we sat around the television, which we couldn't record, if you missed the show, you missed it. Right. There was no yeah. way of watching it again. There was no internet. There was if there was a rerun, it was a miracle. But mostly, <laughs> it was you know you had to appointment television. You had to show up, 
So, you know, at certain times you'd watch shows like I'd show like Batman and Zorro, um, you know, car Saturday morning cartoons. I wouldn't miss it. You know, it was that it was our block for kids. They didn't do a lot of things for kids when I was a kid. So when they did, it was a special thing for kids. And we knew when to show up and, and, and to absorb all those things. You know, and then we pretend in Halloween to be Spider-Man. And, you know, what was what's your favorite? What was your first Halloween costume you remember that you really loved? Clifford, oh I think. Clifford, Clifford you were Clifford the dog? There's, yeah. This was Clifford. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. I think I think the first one I remember was Scooby-Doo. I think it was 2001, I yeah. think. Yeah, I was yeah. Scooby-Doo when I was a year old. I think he was the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't really remember what the first like costume ever like wear for Halloween, but I remember I like, dressed like a one time it's a banana, one time it's a, it's a ghost. <laughs> or look, at, look, oh, nice. look at look at this guy being basic. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got you got Clifford, you got Scooby Doo, and then he's a banana, a banana over here. Like really, <laughs> really? Yeah, you, you can't eat Clifford. You always have a banana. You know you right. You, know, you won't yeah, go you hungry. Can't, you can't eat Clifford. Right. You'd, you'd you'd never eat again, but you just can't. Well, like, it's <laughs> it's a lot. You have to put it in the fridge or, or freeze half a Clifford because it's a lot. Of, Clifford's you half of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't. No more Clifford. Thank you. I'm, I'm no, no, no more, no more, no more. No more Clifford. <laughs> you'd, you'd, be, you'd, be, <laughs> you'd be good for weeks. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, could, you could feed a village. You could feed a, a city. You could. You you yeah. actually could. You actually could feed a village. So, so what was your background know. like? I don't My know background? either. Well, yeah, how it was, was your background like? How did you grow up? Well, uh, I grew up. Um, uh, we left uh, New York. Leaving New York was a big deal because it was a very tight knit uh, type of uh, community and family. And you know, New York was the center of the universe uh, to to the people that I grew up with. Uh, New Yorkers, you know, they, they, you know, they're very protective and they're very, um, you know, territorial of thinking New York is the center of the world. But my mother especially wanted to explore the world, you know, and she, and she did, she's gone around the world a number of times traveling and she really realized her dreams, but, you know, for her, for the family, she wanted to have different opportunities. So we moved to New Jersey and we moved to, um, it's uh, it was exit five on the turnpike. So it was about the middle of New Jersey. So it was like a new community, but it was still a rural area. And so it was quite different from living in the city, to tell you the truth. So I grew up uh, and it was, um, um, the, there was not a lot of diversity. So, you know, we were, we were mm. a Jewish family. And so I was one of just three Jews in, in, in the school. So I was already an oddity. And then I grew up really heavy. And, and so I was I was considered, you know, the fat kid and the Jewish kid. And so therefore, people kind of they didn't write me off, but they looked at me and said they said, well, you know, they made judgments. And I, I don't know if you've ever had that in your life, you guys, you know, where people just go, oh, you know, and they assume things about you. Yeah. But what was brewing inside of me, I felt like I was like in this in this capsule uh, and I'm, I'm looking out at the world and I'm very aware and I'm. And I know that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm something a lot more than what people can see. I am, you know, as, as, as a kid growing up. And so I got to um, have a lot of time to ruminate. And my, my imagination was so, so uh, strong and, 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 and wanted to connect so much. I realized how 
what is the connective thing that that people like the most? And they, of course, they want to be entertained. And when I was sitting with my family watching these TV shows, when we watched comedy together and we were laughing together, everything changed. So I realized, you know, I have a sense of humor and I, I should hone it and I should I should sharpen it and 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 listen really well to what's going on and find out, you know, how I can I can make the load a little lighter, find the humor in things, you know, without right. making fun of people because I was made fun of, I was bullied. And I thought there's got to be a better way. So to keep the bullies away and to keep people from, you know, wanting, wanting to, to, to judge me or, or to pound me down because I was an easy target, I was very quick with my mind and my wit. And so I was usually the funniest kid in my class. And so by by doing that, I understood what made things funny, you know, what people were thinking in the moment and then trying to say them at the right moment. So it's all about timing and this and that. So I was like, I would pick my moments, you know, because I was kind of lurking in the background and I was ignored. And so, you know, I just I just saw and then I took the chances of speaking up. And that's what happened in my career. I took chances every single time and it took me to, to higher and higher places to where I was working with, you know, the top people in puppeteering. And I, again, you, you guys, I told you last time, I never, never wanted to be a puppeteer. It wasn't kind of, it was cool. It was interesting. I, I thought puppets were cool. I thought the Muppets were cool, but it wasn't something I was trying to do. I was wanting to perform and connect because once I got on stage, oh my God, people were clapping and I was learning lines and, and, and I was climbing into other people's, you know, uh, characters. Um, becoming somebody else and then speaking in their voices. That was fantastic. You know, that's like, it's like a rocket ship type of thing. You know, you know, yeah. that's what you love puppets, right? You, you, you get to go, it's like a freedom. It's like an extra room in the house. You know, it's like uh, yeah. <laughs> you, put a, you put a pool in the backyard and it's only for you. And, and, and you're just sharing with people because you love being there, you know? And so you bring people into your life and into your realities. And then you guys share the realities and then there's a community of people who do this and everything just starts to grow. And, and it's like, you're in this like, you know, toboggan ride of life. And then you, you go, Oh, Oh, and you see another way you can go. So you stare a little, you, you have some steering, but, but your life keeps flowing and then you keep making choices and hopefully somebody jumps on your sled or you jump on somebody else or you link up for a while. And then this is this, you know, the network of what you do and, and who you are and how you communicate with the world. And so, you know, puppets became, um an amazing my life it became my life because it was just such a great way of of expressing all of the things that are inside of me and all of the all of the intricacies you know don't you love the fact that you when you're in the puppet you're also in control of the world you know so you have you it's you and nobody you have to answer to anybody else you you get you and the puppet and, and and you take turns, you know, being in charge. And it's not all of you. And and as an actor, you know, it's it's all on you. You have to come in. You have to know your lines. Usually, you come into a situation where people are already doing something as a guest starring role. I did that also as an actor. I wanted to be an actor, you know. And so stepping into other people's TV shows, it's very stressful, but it's it's part of it. But you have to win the part first. It's like all this competition, which is really hard for a lot of people. Because you want to do what is artistic to you and you want right. to do what's natural and you want to express yourself. Everybody wants to be in show business because it looks easy. And puppets look like the easiest thing of all, don't they? 
Right. And you guys but, but, know now. You yeah. know now it's not as easy as it yeah, looks. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some challenges. There's some challenges. There are quite a lot of challenges. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yes, there are. Yes. Definitely. Yes. And so the I'm... best part is you're still learning every day, you know, as people mm -hmm. brought up in the past. You're Absolutely. still learning every day. People don't oh. for years are still learning. You, I, I go on Muppet sets, and then there's a there's a scene where we've never done this before, and they have to figure out yeah. with all of their knowledge. You know, it's like Batman with the utility belt. What do we draw from? These guys yeah. have so much mm -hmm. experience; they could do just about anything, and they could do yeah. it really quick. And then they do yeah. it with, with one or two takes because that's all you get because it's so expensive to do productions. Yeah. So you got you know that's the the thing about puppeteers and puppeteering, you know. You can't just put a world-class puppeteer on somebody's, you know, chest because they're funny or because if they do one thing, they have to do all of the things uh, necessary to to make a production work and and breathe with the other person, especially when a character has arms and it has a tail and it, you know, and if it's animatronic, um, you you really have to know and feel, you know, the rhythm of the character and give yourself up to the character. That's my favorite part of, the, of, of of working with other puppeteers is when we collaborate on a, a character like Mr. Tinkles had five puppeteers on it and we all worked together and it was it was like, you know, building a building a, an airplane together and then hoping it, it, it gets off the ground. You know, it's uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it's truly mm -hmm. exciting and risky. And I like the riskiness and exciting part of it. You were it's like, you know, sports where you get the ball and there's three seconds left and you're going to take the shot to win or lose. But do you want the ball? You got to really be honest with yourself. Do you want the ball? Pass me the ball. But if I see a better opportunity and that last second I could pass to somebody else who has a better opportunity, that's when the team wins. That's when everybody wins. And, sh and the shows that we love become part of our heart and part of our you know, our psyche and become more real sometimes in life itself. And then you're doing something that I don't know, is, 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 is ancient and communal. You know, it's what we did as mammals by the fire. We told the story, you know, how, how did you bring this meat home? Let me show you. And then you, they acted it out. It's the same sort of thing. And you feel like you're there and that's right. what we're trying to do. And that's, I think that's what you guys want to be a part of, you know, mm -hmm. feel like, this is brand new. We don't know what's going to happen in this moment, but we're prepared for anything. And I think that's what I love best because then you feel every moment of your life, you know, but it doesn't mean that performance is the only place you feel these things. It trickles down to everything else. You know, when I had kids and, and we were creating and doing things when I was not working, you know, uh, they, we did this why guide thing and they had these races for cars and, you know, the creativity for the, for my kids saying, you know, what could we do with a car? You know, what would be interesting? So, you know, I would do creative things like this. I made this this banana split car for my my daughter. Ooh. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? So this is all wood, and then this is like spackle, and then I had to figure out. I had to extrude this like uh, like whipped cream, and then I found this thing. So I I made it, you know, look like a. And so when it was racing down, people were delighted to see you know, this, this type of design, it was my daughter's idea and working with my kids creating, that's what enriches your life when you're a creative person and, and you see things and you say, what, well, well, what if, why not? Let's try this. You know, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the, the whole journey of wanting to be an artist and wanting to 
wanting to find a new way of showing something perhaps that everybody's seen before, but not seen through your eyes. You right. Know? So mm -hmm. the, the line between, you know, the people you have on and you, and you, you know, that, that have done all these things or, or you guys are just on the verge of, of what can I say? You know, I have my, you know, I have my posse. I have people who understand my creativity. I mean, I see you guys, you know, creating content, not just talking about other people's content because it's just a matter of, I have an idea. Let's do it. Let's just yep. do it. You know? And, and then in this world, you realize you can do anything. You could, anybody can do anything if they take the risk on themselves, if they take the chance, you know, yeah. that's, that's the only difference. It's, it's just the leap, you know, it's not anything more than that. And then people, because there's a huge need for content and stories that come from the heart, that's why all of this led to where it led, you know, it's, it's what I love to do. And then, you know, the journey is, it, it's up and down and, and in and out, but it's, it's, once you're aloft, you're flying and, you know, you guys have been flying and doing this for a very long time. And yep. so, yeah, I'm wondering what you guys want to do. Dreamers, what, yeah. what dreams you have? I mean, you know, as far as what would you like to make? Do you mm. have any like uh, big, big no. aspirations or even small ones? <laughs> like <laughs> well, the next step. What's the next step for you? Well, for, for Matt and I, we're hoping to get a, uh, a we were going to do a uh, short film for Christmas last year. Um, it's, a, it's an it's an original story, um, but it's set in the early '80s, uh, which is actually really cool. We love our retro. Yes, we do. Uh, yes, we, we were do. gonna we were we were going to do it last year, but uh, some other commitments came up, so we're gonna try and do it this year. Um, in terms of bigger ones, I think your biggest dream is to at least visit the set of Sesame Street. Yes, uh, you know we've 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 gotten to know quite a few of the puppeteers on Sesame the last two years, and it's they they really love what they do. Um, uh, most of you don't. Most of you actually don't know about this, but after we just recently, well, cut this part out. Yeah, cut this part out because it it won't <laughs> air. It it won't air uh, as of as of the time this episode goes up. But we'll, but we'll tell you. Yes. Uh, we recently had a guest uh, by the name of Sebastiano Ricci. He's a current puppeteer at Sesame Street. Just started about what about a, what about a year ago? Yeah, mm -hmm. just about. Yeah. And uh, we brought on uh, after we had wrapped. We brought on his good friend Brandon Smith, who's also a dear friend of ours. Very very talented. Oh. B Smith puppets. B Smith puppets. What a guy! And uh, he told us that uh, you know uh, that our show gets talked about at Sesame Street. So oh, that, wow. That's, yes. That, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that's a pretty big honor. That is a huge yeah. honor. That's like, amazing, guys. Yeah. It really is. It really like, is. Yeah. You know, it, it really is amazing. And yeah. you know, we've had we've had people do their character voices on uh you know, you, you can cut back now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we you know, people have done their character voices like uh, we had Carmen Osbar do Rosita and all that. Oh my god. Oh, wonderful. Oh, so yeah. so sweet. Yeah. So sweet. That's 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 truly special. And uh yes. You know, it just means a lot. And Carmen said, uh, you know, it means a lot to her that, you know, that we know, we know, we recognize her voice. We recognize, you know, her, 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 her spirit and all that. And it just really makes her happy. 
yeah, it, may, it, yeah. May, it, may, it makes us happy as fans because yes. like we we know her uh, as oh, well yeah, for, you know that we for quite for, for the for the, for the same like, reason for the same reasons yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, yes. yeah yeah the the big inspiration for him is to at least if not work there then at least visit the set of sesame street now remember folks working on sesame street is not the is all the ends all no way Mm-mm. no uh Sure, working on Sesame Street would be an honor, as we said. Our good, our good buddy Brandon Smith, also a previous guest of ours, uh, he now works for Sesame. Um, so it's possible. It is possible, but that's that's kind of my big aspirations. Because I think one of you two told me uh, a while back. I I kind of take it as like a master class a little bit. That's an interesting way of thinking of it. You know, because you learn so much. You not only hear the stories, but you just hear you know like what it what it's like you know yeah it is kind of like Mm -hmm. a but it's not but as you said it's also it's it's really amazing all right all right all right all right we've talked enough what about you two (laughs) (laughs) you you can go on you can go (laughs) no we we want to get we want to give you two you two a chance what are your what are your big and small aspirations yeah. So, like for, what, are you, what are what are your big dreams? Oh my gosh. Um, for for me, for as a, as a small like inspiration. Um, for me, I'm you know, recently I'm starting doing you know, kind of like short like like videos for for being like he's right there. Um, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then probably after that I might gonna, like start making like kind of like a like some type of like a mini series, and then and then probably whenever it's a good time I can you know. I can have him, like where him can have like some like kind of like guest like appearances in elementary schools or something, and then you know and and see and see what happens, you know what what people what people like and so what what I should do, what I should get better at something, you know you know goes on and on and on, you know. And for biggest, uh, definitely one biggest one one for me like like it's definitely you know visit the Sesame Street too because you know like me like. For like for, for like you know we've been interviewing lots of Sesame like people so you know and of course you're working Sesame it's not <laughs> it's yeah. not easy at all <laughs> no. you, you get work into it so if you want to be if you want no it's very it's very tight you know, it's that very, leap you know very very exactly so same for me like a, yeah so kind of, kind you know of, you know you've been you know you know like for us like like if you ever like visit sesame set and i feel like their reaction be like like jake and not chris you know yeah i know <laughs> because of what I we're know. doing it's yeah, you know yeah exactly because of you know they like i they think i think you'll get that response too i i think it, yeah you you would yeah it'd be a day you never forget it you you should try to, oh, try yeah. to uh, gather up a, a road trip i i don't know who you can go together and and uh you know tell them you're coming that'd be fun yeah. That, that'd be, be a, that'd be so awesome and and you should film the whole thing so it becomes sort of a yes, documentary so, of you guys yeah, going yeah yes. kind of kind of like kind of kind of like kind of like little bonus episode sort of oh but yes more than that, oh yeah it's, it's oh my god special. more, more than that it'd be you're taking be a show so, on the road you're going to it, new york that would be amazing it'd be, it'd be its own separate yeah, episode yeah Matt, it'd be its own separate episode yeah Matt actually went to new york for sesame street musical Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You did go to New York to see Sesame Street the musical. Yes, I did. Uh, oh, last, yeah. I did. I wish I could last go to New York. fall. Yeah. It was, was so it? good. 
It was amazing, and it's coming back. It is coming back. Yes, it yes. is. Um, I, I I just hope in the future up, they start to tour in the you know around around USA and so you know see if I can you know go. Oh, it's oh, it's back in New we'll York. Starts, it's it starts up July 29th at uh, Theater Five Fifty Five on Forty Second Street. Yep. Uh, the original production was at Theater Row where they did the Winnie the Pooh show as well. Big shout yeah, out to uh, Richie as well. Yes, yes him he's too. also. Part uh, of- Two of our two of our good friends were actually two of our good friends were actually puppeteers in this musical. They they did it uh, on a uh, 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 pre-recorded track. Yes, that's right. It was a it was a pre-recorded track, but they had other puppeteers, and I knew two of them. I met up with them after the show. Definitely experience I will never forget. Wow. But yeah, yeah. Vi- vi- visiting the actual set itself would be absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, it, it would just be just a dream come true for for all three of us. I, yes. I did. I did uh, once um, years ago. Yeah, I've, I've been there, and it was. Uh, I was nervous. I was. I was. I was. You know what? I would be too. I I was going someplace that it it meant so much to me that I really I was really surprised how nervous I was, and I was I was telling my kids, "Don't touch anything. You know, just don't break Sesame Street." <laughs> I was like, like, what are we gonna?" I, I just I was I had all these anxieties. I was it was really interesting, but um, it was it was like going to a holy place because it. There is nothing like it, and the fact that it's lasted this long, and and the fact oh, yeah. that it's so a part of generations of people, you know, just there's not really anybody who's alive who who has ever watched TV has never seen or felt Sesame Street, and that's that's pretty amazing. That's that's yeah. oh yeah, it's just a fabric of of our of of our childhoods. So things like that are you know so important a through line of, of characters that, that you could pass on to your kids, you know, or your fa- your family passed on to you. When we did the, the Muppets at the Hollywood Bowl, we did the live show. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. So amazing. So I don't know. There were generations of people. There were grandparents and, 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 and mother, you know, and, and then their kids. So three generations would come to see the show. And, and they yeah. were just all, there, there was just this angelic smile and this feeling of, is waves of just love and 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 everybody was relaxed and it was you know during the times where the political world was was really you know bubbling and everybody had differences mm-hmm. of opinions but it all went away when the muppet show started because the muppets are going to take you on a journey of uh, of joy and there's nothing else you need to bring but your you know your eyes and ears and your heart and yeah, and it was it was just one yep. of the, the most amazing experiences that I'll never forget. Feeling the love from the stage, you know, yes. and and then we were all singing Rainbow Connection, and it was. Oh. I was. I don't know if I told you I was standing next to Paul Williams. I, I was in the Swedish. Oh my chef. gosh! And I'm. I'm. We're singing, and it's this. We're crying, and oh, oh man! I mean. Uh, they're just that's been the gifts. Muppets have been the gift of my life, you know. When Brian oh, introduced me to cool. the Muppets after Dinosaurs, you know, and I got to start yeah. meeting everybody, um, you know, I met Frank and Jerry, and uh, I didn't meet oh. Richard, um, but I but I work with them, you know, on Muppets Tonight, and and I right handed for Frank, you know, a number of times. Um, I, um, oh. once I right handed for Jerry uh, in the Count because he was doing a little bit that he had to do. Uh, filmed for for Sesame. Um, I mean, uh, I right-handed for for Carol, Carol Spinney. Aww, I was uh, I right-handed uh, for Oscar. Oh, uh, nice. Came, 
gosh. He came out for, for Oscar. It was, was going to be Oscars at the Oscars. And oh, oh. how fun. So <laughs> I spent I spent sort of the weekend with him and Debbie, his, his wife. And uh, then we, we we go to the, the, you know, to the door to go in to do the Oscar bit. And uh, and the door guy goes, I'm sorry, who are you? And he goes, I'm Carol Spinney. I'm um I'm Oscar the Grouch. She goes, swear to God, you're not on the list. I can't let you in. And they closed the door. And he didn't get to go into the party. I think I mean maybe Elton John's party. Well, I don't know what it was, but it was something where he was gonna do interviews and be grouchy. How perfect, right? They wouldn't let him in the door. So we spent the rest of the day uh, uh, on the Third Street Promenade in, in Santa Monica. Lovely day, but we never got to do Oscar together. But I got to know the Spinneys really well during that you know couple of uh, days, and and it was what a gift because he was he guys was was truly the magic man. You know, I'd say yeah. him and Jim were the purest form of 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 what puppetry really is all about. You know. Just mm -hmm. open arms. Anybody can come. Anybody can. Is, is he, you're here for a hug. You're here for, you know, uh, whatever you need. He was there to give. He was that was who he was. And you couldn't help but open up and be your best self when you were with him. You know, so you were you were one of the main puppeteers on the Henson series. Dinosaurs. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. Yep. Performing the face of. Charlene Sinclair and numerous other characters. How did you begin working on dinosaurs? Well, th this was a giant audition. Um, what happened was um, um, the Muppets came west to do this show. I think, I think when they first started doing this idea, Jim was still alive. I before before that, right before that, um, I was the only time I met Jim was at Muppets 3D and the, the 3D. Oh movie. yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Wow. I love, I love that. What a spectacular like. I'm yes. telling you, the camera yeah. was as big as like, this room, and and oh my rolled God. these things because because they were the special. Sorry, they were the special cameras, and so everything was so expensive and, and and so you know state of the art. Jim was always on the cutting edge, and all my time at Henson was working with cutting edge technology. You know, I never did animatronics. I never did anything like that. But I love stuff like that. I was. I was I was a you know a moon kid. I was yeah. you know I would I, oh, yeah. I watched the moonwalks when I was eight years old on television. I don't know how they actually got cameras there when we actually watched that. That to me, I mean, we have technology now, but there was nothing mm -hmm. like that, guys, back then. And yeah. and still, we were watching people walk on the moon. Oh, you know, yeah. the whole world was watching it. How how amazing human beings are when they put their mind to something, and how connective, and how that that to me was everybody it felt like the world it felt like all of us and anybody can do this and if you're adventurous enough and we're rooting for all each other all countries melted away it was things like that that i was really interested the unification type of feeling you know the open arms feeling of 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 we're in this together because we're just human beings and we're we're, you know, we're fragile but yet we can leave the earth and go somewhere and, and we can actually watch it on television Ah, how the heck did we do this? What? <laughs> wow. I know it blows your mind. So, yeah. so all the technology that was was invented by by Jim just so he can tell the stories and and bring these characters to life was the perfect place for me because I was an adventurer and I was willing to try and do anything, especially if it fit me. So they had this big audition um, for dinosaurs, and this is true too. Two two weeks before, I play a lot of softball. 
So I was out in right field, beautiful day. We were up eight zero. I'm in, you know, I'm just a lazy fly ball comes and, and I'm running toward it. And I think, oh, I'm going to have to dive. So I dive, I put my mitt out. And so I fell weird and I rolled over my arm and I came up mm -hmm. like this. And then my wrist went, <clears throat> both bones oh. broke. Oh. It, was, it was my left hand. It was my left hand, thank God. I wouldn't have been not, not been in dinosaurs. So it was uh, like this and my mitt uh. fell off and it was, oh my God. And so- I, uh, I went to the emergency and uh, the doctor, it, luckily he was a great doctor. He says, I can put your bones back together like this without putting pins in there uh, if you allow me to do that, but it's going to hurt and then you won't have to go to surgery. And I'm laying there just in pain going, I'm going to trust this man. So he kind of just, you know, he just, he had magic hands and he was a real great healer. And he, he just put my bones back together and I had a cast up to here. Okay. And I am miserable because, oh my God. I'm a puppeteer and um, what am I going to do now? So I get the call and it's like, we're going to have a workshop and this is for dinosaurs and we like you to do it because it was a, a week before that I went to, no, no, before, before I broke my arm, I met Jane Henson at the Hotel Normand. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. I took this puppet, which I took to Europe. It was a baby puppet and we juggled in the streets, my friend and I, um, we, and we made money and we, um, we performed, you know, and, and this is before Cirque du Soleil and all the clowns, all the great the David Schreiner, all these guys were, were, were commanding all of these people in the street and making a fortune. The clowns were making a fortune in the street. And uh, it was it was a, a time of just explosive performance. And, and so my friend and I were there and uh, I took this puppet, but it was not a real good puppet. And so it was a baby puppet. I'm, I don't have it handy well i'll show it to you another time but i took it to jane and she, uh, she said you don't have to work on your lip sync but you know she approved me for the workshop and so i went to the workshop with this cast i had a cast so they were cutting people every day it was brian uh dave greenaway hans marr all the people who were involved with dinosaurs and they were choosing the puppeteers so i i kept making the cut i kept making the cut and then the final the final test was uh, they, they, they showed us a bunch of, of heads and they were the Ninja Turtle heads. And they put me in front of wow. Michelangelo. Oh, wow. I was um, for Michelangelo and there, were the, oh there was the big one, the controllers, the ones that, that all the, the great puppeteers and Henson have worked and did all their amazing movies. And there's the technology. And I went, I couldn't get my hand in because I had a cast. Uh. So I grabbed some scissors. I went to the bathroom. I cut the cast away so my hand you know, I said, screw it. I got to get into this thing because I knew <laughs> when I saw these these controllers, I said, this is what I want to do. It's like a robot. It's like it's like the power of it, the the the, the amazing. It, it just intrigued me. And once I put my hands in the controllers and I started making Michelangelo talk as I wasn't a part of those movies, um, which I wish I wish I was. But I knew that this is what I, I was supposed to do. And so they chose me for the show and they didn't choose me for Charlene. I was just a unisaur, just, I was in the cast, but Brian said to me, you got to work on your lip sync. I said, no problem, I will. So um, <laughs> I, I got to do that. And then I was upgraded to, to Charlene. And then I started working with Michelle and Sisti. Um, oh, nice. He's actually a previous guest. Previous guest. He's, yeah, he's, we're, he's you know, gosh. best friends he's in the world. Great. He's awesome. He's, he's, he taught me so much about show business and how to, how to, you know, how to act and how to be and how to understand and how to give and take because of all of his experience, you know, performing on Broadway and, and doing the Ninja Turtles. So he was, 
it was just uh, an, it was just the, it was the most freeing the most most still to the day the most amazing experience of my life and everybody who's worked on the show every time we have a reunion or we see each other we remind each other of how much energy we had how much love we had for what we were doing how lucky lucky we were to do a show like that that's still alive today you know i'm still getting residuals from disney plus and people are discovering the show um it's that part of it that kind of makes you feel like you know you'll live forever a little bit because you do something and I'm, the reason i'm on your show is that i've done things that you feel like you felt my energies and what i was trying to say and do and be a part of that connect that makes us feel bigger than we are doesn't it i mean it's just yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a feeling of 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 just yeah you're just you can relax because it's 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 just something that that you were gifted and you you had enough energy and talent to be a part of and then you want more you know but not they're not always the same everything is different but it's it, the journey of it is still if that's what you have to do there's a place to do right. it because people mm -hmm. need to commune and and watch things together and and feel joy and a relief from really the big problems of our lives you know you have to take a break from it because you can make yourself very sick and laughter can cure so many things. Absolutely. And yeah, speaking, speaking of uh, dinosaurs, how do, can you kind of share like how operating those puppets kind of uh, worked? Yeah, we would um, puppeteers had it really good. We'd sit in high chairs and we'd have the controllers right here and then we'd have a TV screen. All right. And then we had the headphones. Now, the guys in the suits were on the stage and then when they put the heads on, they would have comms. Now, the comms would be uh, when we when we, when we went, uh, you know, general, everybody can hear each other. But then you can go private and talk to your puppeteer and also the cacophony because they could not touch themselves in, in the head. They couldn't make any adjustments or turn anything off. So you had to control what they heard as, as we're shooting the show, which we, sh which we shot with just 12 hour breaks constantly all through the week. So, you know, you'd start, say, about five in the morning and Monday. And then you finish that episode uh, maybe Saturday night at, at maybe two thirty, three, four in the morning, and then you come back Monday and do it all again. So these guys, you know, the guys who were in the suits. You know, they gave up parts of their lives to make these characters work. It was so much work, but we sat in the chairs and we had our scripts and we had everything there. Uh, sometimes we had somebody on the eyes to you know to do some intricate things otherwise we had the eye controllers you know on on, on the uh, the joystick and the waldo it was called a waldo and a joystick so you know you're doing this as you're doing this and you're moving these things around and then you program it so you, you'd have expressions so you'd have angry happy uh you know perplexed mm -hmm. and sad so as you mix them your face is doing all those things and 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 the servos are and you got to make sure you you don't burn out the servos we had two heads in case one broke down. Usually, I had a favorite one, you know, and they you know, really worked really well. Um, and they kept, you know, they kept redesigning them as the show went because we did it for two and a half years for five seasons, and um, we just got better and better at it. That, that's the thing about it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so Misha and I were so good. I mean, I'll give myself credit that um, when it was a Charlene show, we would almost. They asked, can you lop off a day? Because the budgets were getting tighter near the end of the run. So we could do a four-day show because Misha was so good. He would do things in one take. And I just was just keeping up with him because he was so brilliant. But we could we could save them 
a lot of money by doing our job really, really well. And we took a lot of pride in that. And that really paid off at, uh, with um, Mr. Tinkles and the Cats and Dogs movies because CGI was coming. Uh, but yet the shots with puppets were so good that they used a lot of them and they saved a lot of money in post-production. And then you become very valuable to studios when you're really good at your job. And so we took great pride in, in how good we are with animatronics. And then CGI took a lot of the work away. But things are coming back, as you know. And you're watching, you know, a lot of the stuff and the Marvel stuff and, and, oh, and yeah. on stage, there's puppets everywhere. Puppeteering has exploded, you know? Um, yeah. and, and that's exciting, you know? That's because there's nothing like, nothing like watching a puppet because everybody becomes a child again. Everybody accepts what a puppet can do, especially when the puppet believes in themselves and can see and breathe. And as you guys get better, you know, you're, you see how your characters take over more of the space because they're actually alive. They have a life and, and, and they deserve that because, because there's so much love and thought and, and energy that you, you, you pour into your characters. And, and therefore, it's like how Frankenstein, you know, the story still resonates with people. Yeah. Animating life, bringing life to something. It's it's a godlike thing, isn't it? It's like it's very powerful and it's very subtle and and it's very real. When, when it when something's living and breathing, and then you don't know what it's going to say. Isn't that the greatest moment where you go, I, I, I didn't know my, I didn't know you were going to say that, and you're just talking. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And it's like yeah. and, and, and all think, the okay, time. I'm getting yeah, a little me crazy. Too. Me too. But that's the magic and what mm -hmm. you dream of because you have somebody with you because we have many, many of ourselves and many, many iterations of ourselves because that's how we can, you know, perform different type of characters. There's sides and, you know, um, you think of a relative and you do an impression of them. A lot of great Bill's characters came from his relatives, you know, and, and, and from his heart and from reality. And when it's reality based and uh, you're, you're sharing things that, that, that have given you joy and given you love, there's no stopping it. So that's what happened in dinosaurs. It was just a, a, a giant wave of that. And we had more to do. And we never actually did another thing that big and that focused. That was the kind of the sadness of it. And we, we almost did a feature between seasons five and six or, or four and five. And it would have been amazing to do a movie. Uh, and wow. We would, <laughs> We regret not doing it. Brian regrets it too. I mean, it was uh, it was a time and place. For, it, it, it would have been great to really mark that again. Yeah, but, I love dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah, great show. Great show. Such a wonderful we've, show. We've interviewed a couple of other uh, people from who you worked with on dinosaurs and other things too. Like we interviewed uh, Alan Troutman. We interviewed uh, yes. John Kennedy. John Kennedy. Yep. People. Uh, I'm curious. Do you have any favorite dinosaurs episodes? Um, well, Nuts to War was epic. Oh, parts yeah. one and two. Um, it said so much, and so many of the episodes still stand up today because of all of the, the things that are happening in our country, you know. Um, yeah. Um, it, 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 it lampooned, you know, uh, it, the satire was, was on par with uh, Mad Magazine, and um, we would watch The Simpsons. It, Simpsons were only on for, I guess, six, seven seasons, but of course they were that you know they were they were the the high watermark for any type of show and so you know watching their writing and watching what they were doing 
all of our, our, our guys who were the showrunners for all the shows today that you've watched forever. The, 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 the writer's room was amazing. So the scripts, it was all in the scripts. We just had to, we just had to deliver what, what was written on the page. I mean, we were just the highest level of, of trying to do the best work possible. And that you don't get a lot of opportunities like that. It was a time period where the show mm -hmm. was, you know, it was a kid's puppet show or that's what people thought, but it was not that at all. And that really reflected Jim. He never did puppets for kids. He did characters that, and, and told stories that he wanted to tell right. and, put, and, 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 and put people in those positions that were the best for the positions. He just had a sense of that, you know? And um, we were all in the right place at the right time to do to do those things. But um, what else other episodes did I like? Uh, well, Charlene's Tale. I mean, I have to say that because, <laughs> you know, that was interesting. You know, I'm, I'm my daughter, Jenna, I, you know, so I'm a, I'm a girl dad. Um, so, I mean, going through that journey uh, of, of maturity and all of that was was it was a great experience. So Misha and I. <laughs> went through puberty <laughs> together <laughs> this female character and it was an incredible journey with the writing being so good and you know dava Savile was you know i think one of the only female writers on the, on the staff and she was amazing so we, we were we were in touch with you know trying to to be authentic you know uh and it was i don't know if we could do that today you know but it was a, it was a it was a a great gift to 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 delve into all the emotions because uh, it, 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 it's tapping into the emotions that ma made it work best, you know? So that's what, that's what I love. But there was some, it, it, uh, I love them all, you know? Mm -hmm. um, just yeah. Definitely. Oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. So, so back to working with the Muppets, what's that like, you know, working on Muppets tonight? Ah, I was I was only there for one year because uh, I was sent away to go do um, Dr. Seuss for the second oh, yeah. season. Oh. Yes, because there was there was so many people there. I mean, Frank and, and Jerry, everybody was there, you know, and, and so that, that they were doing so many things. But it was it was um, what I think that Muppet Show felt like a little bit, you know, because it was there was so many sketches and so many stars. And it was. There were so many um, um, numbers to learn and, and, and um, new characters are coming out. Bill exploded with Pepe. Yes. And, um, yeah. Love and Pepe. Bobo. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it just energized. Yeah. <laughs> it totally energized and, and, and gave the fuel to the Muppets being here today. You know, I think I think Bill and the work he's done and especially the work he's done with Muppets Mayhem um, is, oh my gosh. is a kind of a masterpiece oh. I hope you watched the whole series and and all. Yes, I did. did. Yes, I watched. Yes, I, watched I watched every episode. Yes, the day it every came out. episode. Yes. Every episode we've watched, and it That's is amazing. So amazing. Yes. And how about Eric with 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 animal? With, oh, oh my gosh. gosh! It's the best animal I've I've ever seen. You know, I saw Frank. A, a Eric Jacobson. He's amazing. The bit and the baby animal. Oh, oh, the baby animals so, so, so adorable. So exactly, and then and then seeing them, you know, when they were younger and how they got together, um, the parents and the, I mean, all of that was such such a gift and a joy, you know. Yeah, That's I, the depth yeah. of of these characters, and then there it is. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I honestly yes. kind of, I honestly really enjoyed what Peter did with lips. 
Yes. 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 How that, how that character kind of developed. I love that. Absolutely. No. Uh, honestly, he took it to a place. It was it, Peter's got so rich material inside of him, and his and his, his his natural enthusiasm and talent is just unstoppable. This is a character where he could do everything and anything to 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 bring this character to life. He really had. He took the canvas and just painted it with with all of the colors that he has, you know. And uh, everybody brought their A game, you know. I was I was right handy for Matt when he was singing to Animal when he was at the you know the uh, hibachi place. And, oh yeah, and, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and we're just crying. We're laying there on the floor, and and it's just you know he's he's singing this beautiful song, and and it was just there were so many moments of of impossibility, you know. It was every day. There was so many location shoots, and it was it was like doing a feature every week. They was yeah. they they took on so much for the littlest of things. I mean, an all day thing with with trailers and trucks and and stopping traffic, and it was just like for the for the beginning before the show started. You know, to mm -hmm. to show you a scene and yeah. get a shot. You know, um, everybody in the crew and everybody who understands puppets. It, it takes it takes more than a village. It, it takes a, a city. It takes a a country sometimes for people to understand the the shorthand and all the work necessary to 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 make the Muppets look effortless. So yeah, that's that's exactly. the secret of of what Jim did. He cre he collected some of the greatest artists in the history of our industry to work in the Muppets and work on the movies and and and, and the imaginative projects. That yeah. that that are still you know uh, unbelievably in camera today without special effects you know but he was also ahead of the curve because of all of the the digital puppeteering and all the things that that I got to be a part of in the journey uh, um, because the imagination was limitless because these people that that were part of the Muppet lore all these years could do anything. They were, they were, you know, the Imagineers, they, they were Lucasfilm. They, they, these were, there was this hybrid of, 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 of how do we do this? Let's figure it out. It's never been done before. We have to build things from scratch. And they did. Yeah. And these are the things we use today and we take for granted. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah. And I know um, for a time you also had one of your own characters with the Muppets, Mo Frackle. How, how, <laughs> how, how, how did that character kind of come about? Well, it's, yes. it was a minor thing, and, and it was only because uh, I was chosen as one of the puppeteers to help out on uh, Family Feud. And so oh, yes. uh, uh, for some reason they did, they chose a Frackle. And then right in the moment there, it was like, okay, well, you're going to be doing this. And what's his name? And Jane was there and she had a marker because she had to put it on the thing and stick it on the thing. So, you know, the host would know who the character was. I, I, I just said, I don't know. Uh, I wanted a simple thing, you know, um, I was going to maybe first be my, 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 my father-in-law's name, Cy, but Cy Frackle didn't feel right. And, uh, yeah. it was just, and I thought the three stooges for some reason and Mo, well, I like Mo, <laughs> Mo, you know, no Larry and Curly, but Mo, uh, but I didn't mm. want to be, angry you know right, um, yeah, yeah. right so i you know i just said uh, let's, let's go with mo and then and so i chose and then i and then as they're you know louis uh anderson so uh where are you from you know who are you and i go i don't know who mo frackle is and i had to make up a whole history so i made up this whole history of frackle <laughs> island 
from Fraggle Island. <laughs> and Kermit was on vacation, and he went. He came, and he was at the resort. We started talking. He says, "You know, you should come and uh, you know do some stuff with us." I said, "That's very nice of you." And you know, I have a lot of friends here in Fraggle Island. And so I made all this stuff up. I don't think it made it into the show, but I had to make a history. So I'm I'm improving a history of of who Mo is and how he knows Kermit. <laughs> I had to make oh it up gosh. on camera with one take, and it was like that was it. And so wow. okay. And so I was I always thought that Freckle Island would be a cool show, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it would be. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. this tropical island, and then maybe they 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 run a resort or you know or whatever, or a rehab center or I don't know, a pet clinic. I don't know what it. I mean, anything. I <laughs> could be fun. I think I think Muppets, Muppets with real animals, which would be crazy, but probably fun. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah. But you yeah. know, you just you just you just start doing that, and then from those crazy moments come some of the things that actually get made or, or or stuff like that. So it's just this this you never know. Jump in and and see what you you say. So Puppet Up does a lot of that, and that's where a lot of characters come from now with the new puppeteer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, yes. The, the imagination of just what if, and let's let's spool it out and see if it has some legs. You never yes. know. So yeah. Matter, yeah, matter yeah, Marty, yeah, what, yeah, the Muppets Mayhem, amazing me. Amazing Yeah, show. amazing show. So Matter Marty, amazing which one do you want to take the next amazing. question? I will take this next yes. one. Go ahead, human. Yeah, I think they're doing also... a great job what they're doing. Yes, absolutely amazing. Sure. You you also got to work on uh the Muppets uh the uh, Studio DC Almost Live. Oh yeah, oh. that's a that's a throwback. Wow, yes. you guys rem- you really remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, about it because I I've heard this before. Well, I thought uh, I thought it was really cool, kind of that the they brought the Muppets together with a lot of the Disney Channel stars yeah. at that time. I thought that was a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a cool I mean, idea. That, that was awesome. Yeah, what was it like working on that? It was fun. It was great because I I think what what was the what was the, the brother's name? Um, the Jonas um, Brothers. Yeah, so uh, I had one of the Jonas Brothers say hello to my daughter Jenna. That's the power. Oh, of so I said it's her oh, birthday. Could you do that? So I, you know, I, I did this. You know, and he goes, "Hey, Jenna, happy birthday from you know the brothers." Hey, and so <laughs> the, second, the second he did that, I sent it to her to school. She, I guess she just got her phone or, or something, and they went crazy because <laughs> can, you, can you imagine all of a sudden you're at school and you go, "Oh, I just got this birthday message from you know." They yeah. lost their minds, and I realized. Yeah, the, the Jonas Brothers. The oh my gosh! They're, they're... Yeah, we know that. We I know I know that film from recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and Madman. Yeah, she was she was she was lovely. She was she was great. Oh. Yeah. but her 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 um her dad didn't like the Muppets. Mm. Um, he was like very standoffish, and he just thought it was awful awful silly. So it was kind of strange, and you know, we couldn't couldn't win him over, but. <laughs> <laughs> but doing all that stuff was a lot of fun, and it was a good bridge thing to do because the Muppets, you know, had a, like a, a a dip. They didn't know what to do with them. This was when Disney purchased them, and they were just trying to find a home for the Muppets, you know. Yeah. But, but as we see with Muppets Mayhem, they they're in the world of themselves, and all you have to do is yeah, say, "Come hang out with us," you know. Yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. The, the, the Muppets have room for everybody and have stories to tell. They don't have to have stories imposed on them. Basically. So right. I yeah. I think the Muppet performers like when they're telling their own stories and it's there's a history that they honor and then they're carrying forward and so that's that's the continuity with the muppets that seems to work best and links the old with the new you know 
making too many new histories confuses it. And I like when the Muppets play characters because they're, they're solid, real characters. They're alive. And so if they're actors, and so I think like Muppet Christmas Carol, Oh, oh yes, Ryan's oh masterpiece. Yes. And still oh, my favorite Muppet special. movie, to be honest. Mine yeah. too. One of my Actually, yes, yes. We, ju- we just honored uh, Dave Gold for his fiftieth. Yes, oh, I, saw I saw that. Yes. I saw that oh, live. It was amazing. I, I, we was got to great. text him at the end. All of them end. together at the, at the very end, though. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Everyone was there. Everybody was there. Like you were there, Kevin, Kevin, Stephanie, Stephanie. Stuff is so many Bruzo. wonderful, like oh, everyone was there. Yeah. Wonderful people. Yeah. Oh, even uh, uh, Peter P. Doctor and Prell was there, yeah. Even oh. a Jerry Nelson's wife was there, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, so beautiful, yeah, you know? yeah, it was yeah beautiful. So many and, for those, yeah. and, and Dave for, for those, is, a, is a dear friend, a you know. When my daughter was going to Santa Cruz, uh, um, UC Santa Cruz, um, the, the professor there, uh, has had Dave. Come speak at the at the at the college. My my daughter was at the college and she was taking the class. You know, it was a Disney class where you watch Disney movies and you talk about them and this and that. You guys would mm-hmm. love that <laughs> if that was college, yeah. Movies, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. I think yeah, I think we can report think about would. movies. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So David yeah. was there and he invited me to come, uh, uh, you know, to help. So I was there with 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 Dave talking about and he brought Gonzo, but Aww. he didn't take about yeah. Can you imagine? So oh, the right. kids were bored, and everybody was a it was a kind of a stadium type of of classroom, and yeah. you know, they're 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 all looking down at their you know they were just not that interested. Dave started talking about Frackle, the Fraggle Rock, and he was just oh, showing yeah. some slides. But you guys would have been enthralled. But they were like, that wasn't a Fraggle Rock group. That was not their the audience for these college kids. So they were kind of murmuring, and then he was talking, and then when he took out Gonzo, all the computers went chunk. You hear snap, 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 snap. <laughs> <laughs> and there was Gonzo. And then I was doing an interview. I was running up and down, you know, taking questions and answers and stuff. And it was incredible. <laughs> so we spent, and then we had lunch afterwards with my daughter. And then and, and it was just uh-huh. an amazing day to spend oh the day. But to, but to see Gonzo live stop the world, you know? Right. I know. College kids who really didn't care about this, 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 this old guy from the Muppets until Gonzo came out. Until Gonzo came out. And then it was mad. That's. That's the magic of us characters, you know? Muppets, you know, yeah. That's the the magic of us. Uh, For those wondering, that's uh, the thing we're talking about is the Beretta Brothers, another fantastic show hosted by uh, Gene and Bill Beretta. Uh, Recently, uh, Dave Gulls just celebrated his 50th anniversary with the Muppets. 50 years! Back in 1973. 1973. I can't even imagine. And to think we're just celebrating two. Imagine what 50 is like. Imagine what 50 is like. Good God. Yeah, but, but you no. guys are going to have long beards and it's going to be weird. You're going to be like, you know. It I is going to be weird. Rumpel Skillston yeah. puppeteers. I'm still puppeteering. Yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> you people don't I, understand. No, you, you don't understand at all. You don't know how hard it was. You I haven't gone to the bathroom in now. 50 years. I've been doing this <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's wonderful. No, congratulations to Dave Goals on 50 oh, years. Yes. yes. 50. Yeah. What a legend. Yes. Legendary. Absolutely amazing. 
puppeteers yes. ever. It's, and, and seeing that live was amazing. Oh, oh my god, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. yes. So, so, so especially where Dave was like, oh, he's here, he's here. Yeah. He did, he did. He didn't know him. all of them was going to be there. <laughs> he's got he's got so many friends around the world. Um, oh, yeah. He's, That's, yeah. Just, it's just, just just like our birthday zooms, Jake. We have no idea. Oh, even, yeah, uh, those are fun. Those are fun. Yes. Even uh, Bill we, do, at, we do those sometimes. Even Bill, at the end of that, he ha- he m- made like a little uh, message for Dave, and he even got like a little choked up about it. Like Bill's Aww. crying all the time now. That's all Bill does is crying. <laughs> His heart broke open like a pinata now, and it's just <laughs> he's, he's 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 such a he's such a of just a basket of love and he he just wants to keep keep creating things to keep everybody doing what they do and 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 being together because that's that's where he you know that's where he lives and he loves and he wants and he wants so so fervently to keep keep the ball rolling and he's yeah. such a creative oh, yeah. genius um you know a friend beyond friends it's just uh you know thank god for bill yeah. Yes. So, so since we're kind of running short on time a little bit, uh, what was it like working on uh Web of This World, for the first season? It was it was a lot. It was a lot to step into uh, because uh, I mean I love the character, but you know, only a handful of people got to do the character. Um, uh, yeah. I just had a crazy audition at at, at Muppets Tonight, and then uh, it was a whirlwind. Weeks later, I was I was zooming to New York to. To, to do this whole show, which I didn't get prepped on, but the, the talent pool there, you know, and all of them were in, were, were in uh, Avenue Q and then they won a Tony and, and went on to, oh. to, to everything else oh. to be a part of that, you know, was, was, was really something, you know, and oh, I got some toys. I don't know if I showed you the toys. I got to record toys when mm-hmm. I was the cat in the hat. So, oh, you know, wow. that, oh my, wow. God. That, my voice is, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So isn't that amazing? Yeah, I, so there's not that many wow. of these in the world. You can find these on eBay a little bit, but they're, pro- they're probably a lot of money, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, they, 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 you know, they, it, it wasn't a popular toy. I'm afraid, but this wasn't uh, the only toy I did. You guys remember this toy as a kid? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember those. Not that, so. not that, not that one exactly. Oh, but I remember. No, those. not this one exactly. Wow. But I did. I had to record wow. all those little panels. So when you wow. do, I, have, I, cool. I haven't seen, I haven't seen, I haven't seen that toy in years. Oh right? God. It's a great wow. toy. It is a great toy. And and it teaches and it's hard to do. So you, you're actually getting a little bit of work out of the kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Very silly, but you know that's what was fantastical about it. And and the first time I ever did the cat, it, it was before the show started. They flew me in. And they put me on uh, a ferry boat in the middle of, uh, I guess, the East River. Uh, and then it was a live feed to um, uh, the Nickelodeon uh, Awards. And so in the beginning of the words, we're going to cut the cat in the hat live on the river, you know, in New York City. And they put me in, 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 in you know, I was, I was actually, you know, driving the boat for a second with a puppet. <laughs> and, and I said, hello. And, I, and uh, Rosie O'Donnell cut to me, you know, uh, at the award show. And so I never did the voice before. I never did the puppet before. I just had to put it on and I had to just duck my head out and, 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 and do the cat. So that was a oh really gosh. crazy experience. Yeah. I just, 
it was, it was a one night thing. I flew in to do it. And so um, then we, we did the whole show, which took about a year for the 20 shows. And then they went on to retool it for preschool for the second season. And I went on to do uh, Dr. Doolittle. Oh, nice. A really big part of my ah, life. Nice. Yeah. So it was, it, was, it, was, it was a really wonderful experience. It's really hard to write, you know, uh, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss was a genius. And so we yeah. did a lot of shows that were outside the bubble of shows that already existed. So, you know, it was hard to translate that for family entertainment um, on prime time because it was an eight o'clock show. So that was a lot for the audience to 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 ask the audience to do, to watch that show. Yeah. Um, and then they realized, yeah, this is maybe for more of a younger audience. Mm-hmm. And so the, and so the last of two seasons. But I was I was the cat in hat first season. And then Marty took over. Uh, yes. oh, he's also a previous guy. He's, oh, he's so amazing. that guy. Uh, yes. Uh, what a it's, it's what funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is it's awesome. And even previously, even um, his his wife Annie Evans. And it's <laughs> funny. One part when we interview Annie, Mario like Mario kind of did like, like a cameo appearance, and he was like, "Ooh, oh, guys. these guys." <laughs> yeah. So Marty knows who you are too, huh? Everybody knows you guys. Yes. Now. Yeah. Pretty much. You're not pretty a much. secret yeah. anymore. That's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 and the fact no, that they brought close. up sometimes, like in the, in the the green like Muppet Room or something, like oh my gosh, no, <laughs> like did, did did you interview the Happy Sauce or something? Like like what? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. As we yeah. mentioned, our show gets talked about quite a bit at Sesame. Right. Yeah. Again, once again, yes. once 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 again, what? a huge honor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, yes. it, it yes. was yeah, it, it took us by surprise. Like, wait, what? Like, like, Sesame actually talks about our show. You realize how big this could be? Could be, yeah. Literally, it, yeah. You're yeah. you're a part of it. you're part of the conversation because this is of your yeah. love. Then then it, it just that's how it happens. You know, it's just all of a sudden you find yourself somewhere. How did I get yeah. here? And it's not a clear yeah. thing. It's just because this is what I love. This is what I'm passionate about. This is. This is the love and respect that I show the people on on the show. You you bring people in and you make them feel important. You know, yeah. Uh, you you remind them you know, that you know the things that we do mean something. Sometimes you know you don't, you don't always feel it when you do a live show and you're around an audience or uh, you're doing appearances. You know, then you can feel the audience. But when you're you're doing all of these things, you forget how important it is. And so this is a wonderful service as well as entertainment that, that what you do because it's coming from your heart. You're reminding everybody this is this is what we love together. And it just it's just a natural progression for the performers and the shows to understand without you guys, without the audience, it doesn't matter what the puppets are saying. The puppets don't have somebody who sees them. The puppets right. sort of only exist in our mind. And um, it, there's so it's so much more than that because that's where that's exactly. that's our hearts speaking to each other. So you're actually you're you're so much a part of what this is all about, and and and, and, the, and the most important part, the most important link. So congratulations for for doing that because this is something that was just your passion, and it's become something that's a part of the story. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and um, and you and you. And you also got to perform it with the Muppets in the Muppet Show live at the Hollywood. 
Palace. You know, what was what was that like? <laughs> We're going way back, aren't we? Yes. yes. Well, yeah. Well, the Hollywood Bowl was amazing. And then we got to do it at the O2, you know, where the, the mm-hmm. original Muppet yes. show that, in the country that they shot it in and the love of of the Brits for, um, you know, the Muppets was tremendous, you know, that they have such a, a great history. And uh, there was, you know, it, it, there was extra um, couple, four or five minutes shot because the show was, um, you know, uh, primarily shown in the British because it was, uh, you know, Lord Grey back the show with Jim years yes. ago. So they did like music hall special m- numbers. I don't know if you've ever dug up some of those. They're they're specifically for a British audience. So uh, they have oh old, old British think... songs and old you know things that that the audience you know grew up with. So they're really interesting numbers to watch uh, if you can find them. I, I I'm I'm not sure. I'm, I'm I talking think top my I head, think but... I think I think there was a short EP I think released in like 1977 called the uh, the Muppet Show Music Hall. Yeah, oh yeah, are. I forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. so, uh-huh. they it was only like three or four songs, I think. But yeah, yeah they, they had they, every episode they, some they UK did spots. something specific yeah, the, for the, the UK, UK spots. Yeah, yeah, that that UK mm-hmm. those you those old UK spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. and the Muppet mm-hmm. Show Live from a way back from two thousand one that you were a part of. That that's another two thousand one. Oh yeah, that was that was so exciting because that yeah. was the first time to revisit that, and that was the debut of uh, Eric as Piggy. Eric as yeah. Piggy, yeah. We watched yeah. it on on the screen, and uh, we couldn't tell the difference between Eric's Piggy and 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 uh, and Frank's Piggy. It was wow. Uh, Eric out of the box was pristine in that way. He's uh is so 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 talented. Yes. So that yes. was that was quite exciting. And, yeah. and to do the show with the stars, uh, it was at Muppet Fest. Yeah. yeah. Years yep. Ago. Muppet Fest 2001. Yes. Wow. I mean, the uh, 25th anniversary of the Muppet Show. Yeah. Yes. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and you also got to, and you're also a part of Looney Tunes back in action. Yeah. Well. Ah, yes. <laughs> Love that job so much. So much to be be a part of of uh, that, and then I, and I got to do Pepe Le Pew's voice in the movie you know, which was uh, incredible. Um, nice. And and, I, and they actually had me audition for, for uh, Daffy's voice, but I, I came up a little wow. short. I, I, you know, I was, I was the second choice. Yeah. Uh, so, oh. yeah. I, I, mean, I've been... I mean, it happens where, yeah. 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 You're thinking, Oh, I, I think I get it. But you know, like, you know, sometimes you, you can't have, not going to have to be like, don't be too over, over excited because if, right. If, because if you not, don't get in, I mean, in that position, you'd be like, very yeah. devastated you know yeah. yeah and when i auditioned they're always know, I, always kind of trying like like don't don't, don't think excited, that until... but not... right yeah it's very hard motion exactly. is really hard to yeah you, you know you, you get an opportunity or you know it's like so big and you can yes. you can kind of psych yourself out of it it's really hard to keep yourself calm and focused when there's so much at stake you know um yeah. I, i've had such big opportunities and, and a lot of the things that i didn't get you know uh, weren't meant for me, you know. Um, right. I got an opportunity to to audition for for many of the things, you know, over the years that I didn't get. But uh, then you look back on the things that you did get. Uh, but the competition part of it is tough because it's your friends too, you know. And then your friends, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, you you have to go. This is how it is. This is this is how it works. Everybody has their time and 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 whatever. It's uh, that's the part also that's hard to hard to navigate. To be honest. You know, because 
it's hard to let go of something that you either worked really hard for or dreamed of, and then you have to change your dreams or modify it uh, and then accept what comes or, or retool and try harder, uh, knowing when to, to do that. And, and, and it's, it's just, it's everybody's life, that kind of thing. But, you know, you, you just have to keep releasing and then, and then letting in and then releasing and letting in, uh, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy being a performer and to make a living. I, and I raised two kids and took, and they went to college, you know, my wife and I, this is my wife's artwork, by the way, she's an artist. Oh, wow. Nice. I'm in her studio. There's all sorts of amazing stuff all around, you know, and <laughs> she was, she was an actress. And now she's channeled herself into the, to art. So wow. you can keep, keep creating as you go and yeah, everything exactly. you do, you know, gets you ready for those big moments because it's just another creative moment. So you can keep it in perspective that it's just another dot, another dot in a series of dots or lights that you're stringing of your life. And then you look back and you go, oh, my life's illuminated because I did this and did this and I did this. But between the lines, between the lights is also your life. And you have to find, you have to find places that make you feel good and 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 feel clear and be with people who are positive in order for you to keep going to the next peak experience that you can talk about you know that touches people's lives but you can't ignore yourself uh and and the connections you have that are uh, outside of just the bright lights and and those wonderful um starring moments because you star in ways that are smaller and and, and affect people you guys affect each other and you guys keep each other probably positive and you do all the, the minutia and the hard stuff to get a show like this on. And if you don't do the work constantly behind the scenes, you can't do these moments and have these, have these, you know, shareable moments with the world, but you know how, what hard work it takes now. And, and, yeah. you, mm -hmm. and you're always upgrading yeah. and you're trying to do better and better because you know that, well, this is who you are and you're, and you're showing your pride of 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 how you feel about the world, the industry, and and the things that you love. So, yeah. you know that's that's rare. Take the time and effort and the respect necessary to showcase the things that other people are doing in the same way. You know, doing yeah. trying to do their very absolutely. best. Absolutely, and, and, yeah, and you absolutely. have to be happy with your best too. You know, yes, absolutely, yes. Yeah, of absolutely. So you know, since we're going to start wrapping up soon, is there any puppetry work you're working on currently that you can share? I'm just talking to a lot of my, my, my colleagues, you know, all the people you've had on and all the people who are working on all the shows. We're all getting together now. You know, we're, oh, a lot of us are in our sixties. Uh, yeah, and Alan Troutman helped get, getting this together. We have, oh, well, nice. you know, oh, we're, we're, we're just we're just trying to find ways of you know, um, how could puppetry, you know, reach out a little farther, you know, yeah. as far as helping people, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of people uh, that are on the spectrum and have anxiety and how puppets absolutely mm. help, you know, yep. bridge the gap and communicate with people. Uh, I'm working on something with literacy, you know, to storytelling with puppets, which are, I mean, it's so exciting when a puppet and a human are are in front of an audience of kids. Mm -hmm. I, I've had amazing experiences at my kids' schools. So maybe there's more of a like a national book club. I don't know if you guys got books when you were a kid. How exciting it was to get 
oh know, yeah that were for you we right had, uh-huh. we, yeah. we had the scholastic book fairs when yes. we that's yeah that's right so yeah, me too. yeah. yeah. I, was yes. I remember those oh my god so many memories exactly. yes yes so so to have you know have a puppet read a, a story to you you know you can go to a, a website or something or something like that uh and then you can maybe uh, you know set up a, a conversation with the puppet later on um yeah you know, things like that but like all my friends could do a net a network of, of, of local and national right. book clubs. Sure. Can, you know, yeah. th- that's the kind of community and conversation that puppets can bring that, that I want to kind of do. And I'm doing also teaching uh, a little bit uh, as, a, as a puppeteer artist um, um, is indigenous tribes uh, in Santa Fe. And I, I did this new puppet called uh, Zumi uh, for dream world. And it's uh uh, nice. secrets of the heart it's called so i did a, a a lesson plan and and this is being sold you know worldwide also um to to uh to teach pup that's teach kids about you know having heart and individuality and all of all of the things that are that are important for kids to to solidify so you know they're if they're going through tough times or they're just growing up that you know you have something to give you know i knew when i was growing up and i was be you know i was I was not myself, but I knew I had, I had the seeds of myself inside. This is another way for puppets can say, I have a voice and I'm going to put my hand up and I'm going to be counted and I'm going to tell you who I am. You know, uh, you guys are doing it. Yeah. You're doing yeah. it and you're encouraging yeah. people to do that. The things that we're making and the things that we're, we're telling people, I mean, this is, this is such a beautiful thing to be a part of, Yeah, you know, because we have a voice and sometimes you have to find a different way of expressing it and puppets blessed way of doing it. It's, and it's so much fun as you guys know, you, you have, yes. you're having such a good time. Yes. That's what life should be about. You know, yes. right. it, mm-hmm. we have to go through things, but we also can celebrate any moment at any time. And it could be joyous and you could bring a laugh or two uh, and take a vacation inside a puppet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to take a vacation with a puppet. You could. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Go on vacation together. You don't have to buy a seat for a puppet. You're right. It's a lot cheaper going with a puppet than a person. I don't even need a seat at all. I can just stay yeah. in the bag for a couple hours. You know, I don't right. mind. I don't mind at all. Right. Nope. So, so what would you like to say to those who supported your work as a puppeteer over the years? God there's people who, who have supported my work thank you i mean i'm just i'm just i'm just grateful to be a part of the community and the creativeness of puppets um but um it's just been it's just been such um it's, it's been my whole life you know and now you know i can i can retire because of puppets you know um it's sort of a miracle it's sort of a miracle and um I just, I'm just honored to, you know, to be asked to do something like this or to, to talk about uh, things. I, I know in the past, I've, you know, I've, 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 I've just been negative about what I didn't do. I've been critical of myself, of, you know, how I did things. But, you know, you try to do the best you can at the moment of who you are. And you can't go back in time and fix things. But as you go forward, you can realize that, you know, what you did bring of your heart and your energy is, 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 is all you can really do and, and find others that, that get you, 
they 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 you know they really pre- appreciate your take on things and it can be do, done a million ways but if you get a chance to do it you know if i got i mean, got to, i got to be the cat in the hat box and socks things that i read as a child that i never maybe i did dream possible then can i possibly do that can i possibly be bugs bunny can i possibly be timon can i possibly you know work with jim henson i mean I was just a person, a kid, just a, 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 a you know, a, don't want to say a nobody because nobody is a nobody. Everybody's a somebody, but you just got to fill in the blank of what that somebody is. And all you have to do is pick up the pen or pick up the puppet, call a friend and take a chance on yourself. So Absolutely. I'm just grateful. Definitely. Oh, so if people would like to awesome. connect with you, where can people find you? Oh, just go to, go to Facebook. You know, I, I have a general thing. I, I mean, I don't have a, a whole big fan base of stuff, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm around on, you can always find something of me or, or just type in my name and you can see all the stuff and all of the videos and stuff that I've done um, uh, over the years. You know, it all, it's all there and trickle and, and I'm, I'm still a part of things, you know. And if I didn't, I didn't become a Kermit, if I didn't become a, a, an iconic character, I, I touched the iconic characters. I was around them. Kermit knows who I am. All the Kermits know who I am. Right. <laughs> they know me. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. It's like, so I have my, my Muppets are my friends, you know, and the Muppeteers that's, are my friends. That's like and, Sesame Street yeah. us. Like, yeah. it feels yeah. weird. Exactly. Like, it doesn't feel real. Doesn't it make you feel, you, you just like, oh my God, you, you, like you grow. And you're bigger yes. and, and, yes. and you become, and it gives you more juice to go, who else can know me? <laughs> right. What else yeah. can I say? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's the secret. That's how you live yep. and live again and live in somebody's minds. And, and so that's the memory of, of what we love and why we keep it lit because it makes you feel alive and, and, and bigger than you are. What's better than that. And if you can make somebody else feel that way, you can change their life forever. So you guys are a part of that. You guys yeah. are a part of that. So keep keep going. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, so the so last question that uh Matt's about to ask is a question that we ask Marty? all of our guests at the end. Yes. Actually, Marty, you haven't asked this in a while. You want to? Sure. Yeah. This is uh this is this is this is a question we introduced uh what about a year ago something yeah. like that. That year, we, we've asked this to every, uh, pretty much every guest over the past year. Now we shall ask it to you, our very mm. first guest. Uh, so, of course, this podcast is called Jake's Happiness Dodge Show. Thank you very much. Yes, my oh, hat falls off. Well, your hat falls off. Uh, uh, that's, that's fine. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it back. <laughs> You'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> when, when, when you think of nostalgia, what do you think of? Or in your own words, how would you define the word nostalgia? Nostalgia are, are the memories that made me laugh and made me cry. Nostalgia are, are the people and the moments that, that made, me, made me who I am and made, and made me grateful that I'm not alone. So nostalgia is like lifeblood. It's like, it's like food that keeps you alive. And I can understand the need, especially when people are in danger and people are 
are fighting with their families and they're not being able to be who they are or not accepted because of whatever reasons other people are afraid of change or afraid of uh, not having control. Um, nostalgia is a place of safety and shelter and nutrition and life. And so that's what builds who you are morally and, um, and defines how you want the world to be and be a part of and support others that feel the same as you do. So it has a tremendous portion. It's our history, nostalgia history. And without history, we're bound to repeat mistakes and, and do things that are damaging to others. But we see the good of that moment, a good of that era. Now, you know, decades have passed. You guys are getting older and now you're realizing we're not kids. And now as adults, we inherit the world. And what are we going to say? And what are we going to bring with us? And the nostalgia you bring with us is the suitcase of, I have this and I can build upon it. So that's the beauty of people who have done it right in the past. And, and it's the blueprint for the future. You know, things that are old don't, don't mean that they're, they're you know, not important and not, not pertinent and, and not have been done really, really well. I mean, all these, you know, these remakes that they do of our childhood shows, you, you're going through it. Some of them are, I feel they're unnecessary. The original stuff, a lot of the original stuff is magic. It was, it was heartfelt. It was made by human beings that were the right place at the right time, you know, and they, and they, and they need to be revisited, they're not always remade. But if it's, re, if it's remade, hopefully it's with love and respect because those who came before us are the reason why we are here. Absolutely. Great words, yeah, Sandon. Yes. Words. Thank you very much. Well, Bruce, yes. thank you so much for coming back and taking yes. the time to do yes. this. Yes. And, yes. Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much for and, and being honestly, with us again. And honestly, get yourself to Sesame Street. They want you there. They'll they'll open you. It's, plan this trip, guys. It will be epic. Yes. All right, please, guys. Let's please film it. I want to see you guys on Sesame Street. We will definitely yes. film it. Absolutely. Um, that, yeah, that 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 might be an episode coming up. Uh, hopefully, oh, in the boy. next couple of months, we hope. Epic. Fingers uh, crossed. Amazing. Fingers That'd crossed. Awesome. Just stay tuned for that. And uh, yes, and and thank you, and thank you very much for doing this. Being be, be guest again, it's been a blast for for catching up with you. And and thank you, you know, for what you've what you've done over the years, and keep up great work. And kind of thanking each other for you. For we're all in this together. And, yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And, and for your support and of the for show. Yeah, and for the special absolutely. occasion yeah. as well. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah, and, yes. and, for your, and for your support of the show, too. I mean, you being yeah, the, means first, a lot. the first yes. guest, you know, your support since day one. Day one really means a lot. Even though wow. I've come haven't a long way. The, yes. Yeah. <laughs> even, even, though, even though I didn't start in episode one. When did you start? 22? Episode yeah. 22. Yeah, 22. Yeah, yeah Jason yeah. Marson. Um, wow. Yeah. Amazing guy. Yeah. Yes. But, well, but yeah, our show's come a long way. Thank you all for your continued support over the past two years. Um, as we said, this marks our second anniversary. Woo! Two years. Two Woo! years. Woo! Thank, yes. thank you all. Thank you all so much for your continued support the past two years. We've got some big stuff coming. As we as we said, <laughs> stay tuned. Our next episode is a special. <laughs> Look at Bean just vibing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I know, baby. I know. yeah no no please please i i'm i'm all for it 
Um, we've got a special Q&A episode coming up on Saturday, uh, airing on Saturday, July the 12th. And then next Wednesday's episode is a very special episode as well. Do not miss next Wednesday's episode. It's going to be yes. great. Um, on behalf of myself, Jake Deffenbaugh, Chris Bixby, our manager, Kieran Devlin, finally got it right this time. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and, uh, and, our, and, our man, and our other wonderful guy, DJ Bob Runk and everybody behind the scenes thank yeah, you Bob show for your 13 year for 13, 13 years, years. Yeah. and we've only done ours for two but he's but he's 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 been yes, wonderful thanks and everyone all of you too thank you thank helped you out with the podcast who's watched listens all all the guests all the agents who have helped us out of over the past yes. two years and as we said you may see a very special episode the next couple of months so yes. uh just stay tuned on that Yes, yes, and and, uh, and once again, special thanks to our very first guest, Bruce Anoil, for coming back. Yes, yes, thanks, guys, yes. And, be, and being an advocate for, uh, for us since day one. Yes. Oh, yeah, basically. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, Bruce. Take right. care. Yes. Keep in Take touch. It, I'll guys. let you know Keep when this touch. goes up. Yes, yeah, we'll yeah. I'll send a picture to you, and I'll let you know when this goes up. So, Wonderful. Yeah. Take care, guys. Awesome. You right. too, Bruce. Bye. Bye. It's goodbye from us as well. Yes. Yes. Thanks again for your support over the past two years. Um, let's go for another two, eh? Yeah. Go for go for another two. Um, as for as for uh, the flashbacks we talked about, uh, we might do like a, a special flashback episode coming up. Yeah. Uh, very 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 soon. I I think that one will air on the fifteenth. I think maybe. Um, we'll just figure out uh, if you have any if you if you have any special moments you'd like for us to put in this compilation, please let us know either down below or email us. Go to our website, contact form, uh, let us know there too. Um, and our Discord too, let us know. We may create like a yes. separate uh, text channel for that uh, coming up. If, if not, we already did. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, thank you again for your support the past two years. It's been truly yeah, incredible. Yeah, um, all the guests so we've had on, so many special people who have touched us, uh, touched our hearts you know so many incredible people i'm not gonna name names because i know i'm gonna leave somebody out but you know who you are if you've been on our show thank you um and all the stories all the wonderful wonderful memories over the past two years as this marks our second anniversary and uh again as marty said here's the two more and beyond and beyond yes. uh from all of us thank you uh jake what do we say at the end all right. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you, B. Gina Saja live, and see you next. See you guys next two years. Amazing new years come come, and it's oh my gosh, two years. I know, right? It doesn't right? feel like it's two years. Yes, it like it what, really doesn't. I know, but like what Jake said, keep Nostalgia alive, and we'll see you for more wonderful interviews. Happy yes. anniversary! Bye, bye. See you next time, folks. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. This is Chris Bixby here, one of the co-hosts of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. Before our regular outro music plays, I just want to give a quick little message to all of our supporters. So, on behalf of myself, Jake, and Matt, we'd like to give a big thank you to all of our guests these past two years, our good friends Kieran and DJ Bob for helping out a ton with the production aspects of the podcast, and a really big thank you to all of our fans who have supported us throughout the podcast journey. We truly could not make this possible without your love and support, and cannot wait for all of you to see what's next in store for our second anniversary and for the overall future of the podcast. 
And as always, remember to keep nostalgia alive. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another wonderful Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show interview. Be sure to follow Jake and the crew on social media and stream the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And as always, remember to keep nostalgia alive. Bye-bye.